You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. Uh, I know that you guys probably have seen it on the news. You know it's bad when... You're getting calls from friends overseas asking if you're okay because they saw your little town, your little county in Alabama on the international news on BBC. Our thoughts and prayers obviously are with people affected in Lee County. If you don't know what to do and you desperately want to help, if you're local, I know that uh, Church of the Highlands and Youth for Christ East Alabama were taking donations. I think most places that have, have, uh, have exceeded the the need they've got too many which is just a huge testament to the spirit of the people in this area i know people i know several people who went out last night uh we're recording this the day after the storm and last night day of the storm i personally know several people who went out there and said it was just a zoo with all the people who left their homes with chainsaws and four-wheelers and and just ready to help ready to do anything bottles of water um I know East Alabama Youth for Christ donated like a couple dozen Domino's pizzas just because they knew it was going to be a long night. And, and that, to me, to be honest, like one of the things you can do if you are in the area is just take out food to firefighters, help the first responders who are out there, because it's going to be not a week, not two weeks, but probably a couple of months of recovery work. But one of the, I was out in Beauregard, Alabama today. Um, and I saw some of the damage and devastation. And one of the things that struck me was I saw a guy in an Auburn hat. And to me, too often sports, we take sports too seriously and we forget the fact that all this stuff, like sports, is just a distraction from the fact that we're all not immortal. We're all mortal. And at some point, we're all going to die. And it's tough to think about that. And so we kind of distract ourselves with sports and, and make those arguments more important because it's easier to argue about Auburn football and Jared Stidham's future in the NFL than it is to, to face the fact that everyone you meet is dealing with a real thing and actual stress and actual problems. But I think things like this remind us, not only do are sports supposed to bring us together, but sports are supposed to be that distraction, the fun thing, uh, instead of the maybe too serious or too negative thing we often make it. So I want to encourage you guys, if you're listening to this, um, find somebody you love and give them a hug. They're not going to be around forever. And 24 families in East Alabama learned that the hard way uh, this this past Sunday, 24 families that are, you know, never going to get to see that person this side of eternity um, have realized that maybe they, they might've spent too much time talking dumb stuff and not the important stuff. So let's, let's all keep perspective on what things are. Let's also all be thankful for 
Auburn sports to give us that distraction and to give us that bit of reprieve from the seriousness of life and the seriousness of what the reality is for so many people. I mean, it's cold in Auburn today, both physically and and spiritually and emotionally. It's cold today. And a lot of people are going to need some warmth. And maybe Auburn sports can provide some of that emotional warmth, but some people are going to need physical warmth. And so if you want to donate blankets, that's a thing to do. If you want to pray, please get on your knees and pray. But yeah, at Orange and True in College of Magnolia, we want to, we want to definitely say that we know that the nonsense we're going to talk for the next hour has nothing uh, in light of what really happened to a lot of people on Sunday. So that's, that's my word to open this. I hope we can give some people something to enjoy and maybe to distract you from the harsh reality that is life uh, in Alabama. Hit the theme, Jack. Run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. Jordan Harris Stadium. The correct Jordan Harris Stadium time is 8.11 p.m. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast. Brought to you cordially by Champs Chicken and hosted by the friendly folks at collegeandmagnolia.com. I am Son of Crow. You can find me at Son of Crow on Venmo. To one side of me is amateur statistician, the guy bringing the numbers, the philosopher of facts, Ryan Starrett. It's always a good week to beat Georgia. Always a good week to beat Georgia. To the other side of me, Auburn Twitter's most abrasive personality, the guy with an opinion on everything. Just ask him. It's Chief. Hey, Mom. Greetings, Orange and Truthers. Auburn, uh, Auburn soccer got a nice little result. I don't know if you guys saw that. Better than Atlanta United? Well, better than Atlanta United. Actually, no, Atlanta got them a good CCL victory that's this right. week. <laughs> that's all that, look, that's what matters. The MLS Cup is a joke. <laughs> you got to win your continental, your continental competitions to be considered a real soccer club. Sure, even if it's kind of a fake continental competition. But it's a real continental competition, yeah. Chief. It's not imaginary. If you just jump right into a, a bracket thing. Look, I don't, I don't if know. the MLS actually starts winning no it, then we can talk about, hey, maybe this is a joke. Like <laughs> everything else in the world, if the United States isn't good at it, it's not real. If the United States isn't good at it, it's probably because we got to get better at <laughs> going on the road. Just maybe like if our teams basketball. can get better at going on the road in the continental comps, our U.S. men's team won't lose to Trinidad. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit more soccer, I'm sure. But first, Ryan has a trivia question. It's the Orange and True trivia question of the week. Dun, dun. Three Auburn players share the record for having caught touchdowns by the most number of different passers. Most number of different passers. You got that? Yeah. So Philip Lutzenkirchen, Anthony Mix, and Freddie Wigand all share that distinction with five. Five different people have thrown them a touchdown. I'm pretty sure you knew who threw them to Lutze. I don't think you'll know who was slinging it to Wigand in Pat Dye's offense. So who threw those touchdowns to Anthony Mix? So which? What are they now? So Anthony Mix is tied for the record for having received mm-hmm. a touchdown pass from the 
the most different number of people. Who five different people are the five team. men who threw touchdown passes to Anthony Mix? Brandon Cox, Jason Campbell. Yeah, your two starters. It's easy one. Uh, um, easy two. Daniel Cobb. Yeah. Carnell Williams. So we know he threw touchdown pass at some point. Was it to Mix? Probably. I don't know. Probably it could be. Who's your other backup? Blake Field? No Coddle? No, no Coddle. It wasn't here yet. Barry Trotter? No. <laughs> Um, I think Blake. No, Blake Field was there. Oh, five oh six. Um, yeah, no, Blake Field was there. Anthony Mix, by the way, is one of my favorite all Auburn Tigers of all time. Wait, Cody him Brown. and Carl Stewart. I both thought. I thought both those guys were surefire NFL Hall of Famers. No, Carl Stewart, the Cody. fullback. Oh wait, could have been Cody. So I think here's my five. Okay. And here's the thing. I yeah. saw the answer, but don't necessarily remember it. We got Cox. <laughs> Full disclosure. We got... Um, you love Cox? I love Cox. Um, Cox Campbell. In all shapes and sizes, I love Cox. Brandon Cox. Um, Jason Campbell. Uh, yep. Focus Chief. Uh, Neil Cottle. No. No, not Neil Cottle. Blake Field. Cobb. He Cox. threw a lot of passes, Blake Campbell. How about we had three quarterbacks whose names all started with C? Cobb, Cameron, and Coddle? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Anyway. Uh, Cobb, no, no, Cobb, Cox, and, and Campbell. So you think Daniel Cobb threw him one, too? Yes. So absolutely. Daniel Cobb, Campbell, Cox. Do more. Blake Field. No, it's not Blake Field. I think it's Blake Field. Blake Field never played, dude. I think did, did you see his name earlier? Is that why I right? might have? <laughs> is the thing it's slipping under his subconscious? And I think Cadillac. It's got to be Cadillac because uh, that's that sounds like a Ryan thing. I can't remember if it could not. It could be Neil Cottle. It could not be Lakefield. I don't know. It's probably not Neil Cottle. But I keep saying you know, Wildcat Ronnie Brown. No, we already determined. We never ran the Wildcat Ronnie Brown yeah. at Auburn. Unfortunately, he threw one pass in his career, and it was uh, incomplete. Um, no, Ryan Davis. No, Ryan Davis. Campbell. Do you want me to tell you if you nope. said all the names? Yeah, wait. Have I said are all you, the names? Are you going to lock them? Do you want to lock in an answer? Or do you lock in Cobb, Cox, and Campbell. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah. Okay. Now, lock in Carnell. You agree? I think it's got to be. Yeah. There's not, I mean, there's. Is it Field? Because I, I don't think it was Field. Well, who's the other backup? Because he never, he hardly ever played. Like, he literally. Who was the other backup under Campbell? I mean, Cox was the backup of Campbell. Who was the backup of Cox? Cox was not because Cox. Um, he redshirted at 04. He, yeah, he had that medical condition. Right. Um, oh, dude. What was it? Oh, was it that other guy? Is it, is it somebody that we sh- wouldn't know? Is that, is that the truth? You know it. I think it's Blake Field because I think Ryan's smiling at him. Yeah, guy? I th- I th- it must be Blake Field. I mean, that's the only real option we got. So this might that. stink because I might. Remember have seen when it. you were adamant that Cody Burns didn't do all three touchdowns? God dang it! He did Blake, this. It was no, it was Blakefield. Oh, okay, you were adamant he didn't do it. Okay, uh, who did Cody? No, I, I just I said it had to be him just then. <laughs> Look, <laughs> if it had been Cody Burns, that'd have been crazy. We'd better have a time machine. I know. Uh, I wouldn't put past a true Auburn man to have yeah. a time machine. Blakefield, Jason Campbell, Brandon Cox, Daniel Cobb, Carno Williams. Now, those how many of those guys currently are on Auburn's coaching staff? 
Two of them, right? And one of them is with Auburn Network. So I think two of them. Carnell and uh, Cody Burns. Oh, sorry, not on the list. Not on the list. So wait, if you do, you want to do? I mean, Blake Field is in town. He's in town. You know who threw him to Lutzy? I'm assuming you know. Let's see. Uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Uh, Cody Burns. It can't be Cody. No, it's Cody Burns. <laughs> um, Cam and Cody. Together forever. Cody Burns. What? Really? He never threw a touchdown to Remember, he didn't start in 09, and that was Lutzy's freshman yeah. year. Chris Todd? Oh, Chris God. Todd, Cam Newton. Clint Mosley? Clint Mosley, Barrett Trotter. Wow. Kyle Frazier. What a... Wow. You're talking about... What a murderer's row. What a murderer's <laughs> row. That's the Mount Rushmore of Auburn quarterbacks right there. Man. Literally right. because you needed to rush more right. because they were your quarterbacks. <laughs> Ryan, let me say something right now. You've got the 2010 roster at your disposal on offense. you got the 2004 defense at your disposal. However, you do not have Cam Newton. And you have to choose between Kyle Frazier Cody Burns at quarterback. So Cody over Kyle, no question. Or, or Neil Cottle's on that team. Neil Cottle. With no knees. You have Kyle, Neil Cottle, Cody Burns. And that's your option to run the 2010 Gus Malzahn offense. Now you got a great defense. It's probably Cody. Do they win the national championship? No. no, no. With the 2004 defense. <laughs> Maybe. But you no, got. Because they, they, they would have lost that Mississippi State game <laughs> in the beginning of the year. Well, that Mississippi State team probably wouldn't have scored a single point on us with that 2004 defense. I don't know if we would have scored on them. We only scored 19 I love games. these mix and match trivia questions. Or not, just hot take questions. So yeah. the 2012 offense, the 2009 defense. <laughs> the work. You've right got, this, the 2012 offense and the 2012 defense. Wait. You have the 2014 defense, but you have the 2013. No. <laughs> You have the 2014 defense, but 2014 offense. But you can replace the 20 one player on the 2014 defenses with front seven with any Auburn player ever. Who would it be? And would that team win the national championship? Can I put Cam Newton at defensive end? Sure. I might do that. So you would take over to Keo Spikes. <laughs> Cam Newton, the quarterback at defensive end, because then maybe you could submit quarterback for Nick Marshall. Yeah, just, you got him on your roster. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I've played NCAA before. I that's the, that's the question. Is like, how many players away was the 2014 team defensively from a national championship? Oh, three or one? Like, if you put Nick Fairley on the 2014 defense. No, I think you needed a corner. Just a corner. I don't know, man. You I don't know. Field on that team. Yeah, they may not throw much, but that team already had a decent defensive line. That's true. Yeah, Jeff Whitaker on that team. You already had Carl Lawson, Montrevis Adams. Yeah, yeah, but you, you, but you had even no if, secondary. Even if, even if you lose that game, though, you still make the playoff. With the Alabama game, if you win all the others. Well, well, then we just got to figure out how to snap game. the ball to the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> And make Athens, Georgia about 20 degrees warmer. <laughs> All right. Last week, Auburn basketball went 2-0 for the first time in a while. We had a 2-0 we week. We're now two above 500. That's true. At 9-7. and seven. Along, Along with, with the rest yeah. of the SEC. Now, Chief, what did Auburn do that's always a good thing to do? 
Shoot the three. Yeah. Score more points. And beat Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good to beat Georgia. I don't care what sport it is. I don't care if it's, if you're playing Tiddlywinks, which I don't actually, people always say Tiddlywinks. I don't actually know what it is. I've heard his expression. I have no idea what it is. Um, isn't it the, the Cure Frack Act? We didn't play Tiddlywinks. <laughs> was that, what is it, 1927? <laughs> yeah, put the beanie on with a little spinner top. <laughs> play Tiddlywinks. Isn't, isn't that the game where you bounce the ball? That's Jack's. And, oh, yeah, yeah. That's Pick 'em Up Jack's. You're right. Which, by the way, I had Jack's for breakfast today. Oh, delish. First time in my life to have oh, Jack's. Really? Never had Jack's biscuit it's before until today. Third favorite breakfast. That is the place. best fast food biscuit. In the planet Earth. What? No, come on. They're not better than Hardy's made from better, scratch biscuits. Better no. than Hardy. I thought there could not be a better biscuit than Hardy's made from scratch Slander biscuits. And Chick Fil A. And then I had no, a let's, Chick. Let's let's get this. Ryan, Chick Fil A biscuits are trash. Because you probably go to the Chick Fil A in Auburn. I've been to every Chick Fil A. Well, not every. I've been to Ryan. You go into a Chick Fil A anywhere and ask them for a Koneka sausage biscuit. You hear what they'll tell you? We don't have that. <laughs> Guess what Jacks does have that. Are you really going to stand up for Chick-fil-A's biscuit? And a pork chop biscuit. Look, just because we're talking crap about Jordan doesn't mean I can't stand up for Chick-fil-A. Look, Chick-fil-A's biscuits are okay if you like it's to get fine. biscuit everywhere in your car when you're trying to eat Chick-fil-A's it. Chick-fil-A's biscuits are fine if you're from Eagleton. Yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A's Eagleton chicken. <laughs> ah, but yeah, no, Jack's, Jack's is, a, is my third favorite breakfast. Wait, I, look... Having that, that pork chop biscuit I had this morning and that Kaneka sausage, I can't imagine a better Kineka. biscuit. I didn't know they had Kaneka. Oh, brah. Kaneka. Check that out. Which, that's a, that's a funny word. Good, good, yeah, they got good bacon there. I didn't have a bad bite. No. I also had a Taqueria Durango oh. over the weekend. It's as good as it gets. Pretty good. You know who else is as good as it gets? Champs. Mm-hmm. Chicken. We're not there yet. Oh, sorry. We're not there yet. Talk about Chumo Kiki. Chumo oh. Kiki against the Georgia Bulldogs. Had a thir- had, what is it, a 13-6 and six game. Yeah. With a game-winning three. With well. A catch-and-shoot off, uh, off the inbound. Let's talk about Chumo Kiki. That was a great play. And if you watch the full play, it was set up. Bruce has done an amazing. Bruce Pearl is an amazing X and O's coach. There are a lot of people who want to say Bruce Pearl is just a recruiter or a motivator. Those people are idiots. Yeah. Bruce Pearl is an excellent X's and O's head basketball coach. And you can tell good X's and O's coaches because of their SLOBs and their BLOBs, Ryan. Slobs and blobs. They're slobs and blobs. Southern out of bounds and baseline out of bounds. His baseline out of bounds play against Georgia to win the game. With three seconds on the shot clock. What he did, he, he ran... Two guys at the baseline, Anthony McLemore and Chuma Kiki. He ran a look with McLemore, like it looked like he was going to go screen for Chuma or go all the way around and screen at the corner for Bryce. Let's, let's go back for just half a second. Usually Chuma's throwing the ball in here. Right, because usually Bruce likes to have his taller guy, uh, his three or four, usually it's four. Usually four. Throws the ball in for him. But in this situation, who was throwing the ball? Horace? Malik? It may have been Malik. Man, I can't remember. Because um, on the floor were Mac, Bryce, oh, I, Harper, I think it was Malik. and Chuma. I think it was Malik, too. So what he does is he puts Bryce and Jared 
at the corner three position. And they obviously think that Bryce is going to be shooting. Or Jared. If you're, your smart money's on Bryce in this situation. Bryce had had a pretty rough game. Yeah, yeah Jared, Jared, Jared was sitting at 22. And yeah. Jared was sitting there at 22 points. And so you you saw they were, I wrote on there, they were blanketing them yeah. like they were trying to keep them from getting hypothermia. Like it was, <laughs> they were on top of Jared. They were in Jared's jersey and they were in Bryce's jersey. Because if you're anybody in the gym would assume those two guys would probably get the ball. Then you see the, the motion or the action with Macklemore going baseline cut, and you're, you're also going, okay, great. He's going to either free up Chuma for a two-point play, or he's going to go all the way out and screen for Bryce at the corner three. But no, he's just doing that for no reason, and Chuma is just bailing to the top of the key. Uh, perfect pass by Malik, if, if it was Malik. I think it was. Think? Perfect pass, and Chuba takes it and just hand down, man down, makes yeah. a great, great shot. Um, and he hadn't had a great game shooting three up until that no. point either. But that was a stone cold three, and that was the kind of shot that you know. I mean, that play was called for Chuba Okiki yeah. to shoot a three pointer, and yeah. so Bruce trusts Chuba in that moment. Oh, it's which is kind it, of a big deal. It's a play that they've been setting up all year. To yeah. use in a situation, they ran it. They ran the same play. They did against they uh, did. Mississippi State. Yep, the second half. Yep. I was like, "Oh, there's Chuma not throwing the ball in again." And he shot it, and he did not. He missed make it. it. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing was, you know, that it shows that Bruce has three guys. Yeah, because he would trust Jared on oh, that yeah. position, and he, he would, would trust Bryce. He trust Bryce even as bad as Bryce was shooting in that game too. But the fact that he would also trust his sophomore. She was a sophomore, right? Yeah. Yeah, his sophomore small forward to make a game-winning three on the road. Yeah. It's a big deal. That's a big shot. Yeah, big shot and big result. But the man of the match was not Jumo Kiki. No. It was Jared Harbour. Yeah. 22 points. He had one turnover. Yeah. He had five assists. Uh, he played he, a he missed million minutes. Like two threes? Yeah. All game? He played thirty. He played thirty-eight minutes. Thirty-eight minutes, and Javon still played eleven. Yeah, because they're doing because Jared was playing. Jared's Jared's rest time was playing too. Yeah, they did a lot of off-ball Jared. Yeah, which they don't get him the ball a lot when he's playing the two. Like Ryan said, he's just out there resting. Yeah, that's his. Because I'm sure they looked at the stats. Well, and there's a lot of uh, just have him stand out by the three-point line. Yeah, man can't go anywhere. So (laughs) I'm sure there's some statistic that shows that Auburn is like a minus. A billion when he's on yeah, the bench. Because yeah. um, as good as Javon is, and Javon McCormick actually had a couple of really good plays. Put in some, he had a great game minutes. in this game. Yeah, yeah. put in some good minutes uh, in this game. He had some bonehead turnovers. He had some bonehead turnovers against State, but he also had some really good plays against State. Yeah. Like his chase down block, oh, yeah. Yeah, they called a foul on, but it oh, was not Lord have mercy. These referees, man. They <laughs> just they bailed Auburn out a couple times in the state because so, their ball's out of bounds off Auburn like three times in a row and they <laughs> gave it to Auburn and all three times I looked at my my brother in law sitting with and I was like that is horrible and the guy in front of us literally said is this what other teams feel like yeah <laughs> like so so the first half of the state I know we're jumping around here the first half of the state game. The refs didn't really have much of an impact. They were letting them play yeah. like on both ends of the floor. There's not a whole lot to complain about, except for them twice having to go review something that yeah. I have no idea what they were reviewing. 
And then in the second half... Which Auburn Arena needs to do a better job of announcing yes. what the reviews are. Because like, I, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, t- the play has just stopped. The refs are conferencing. Like, there was the flagrant stuff. foul. They need to pick up the uh, AAF model of reviews. Just let Mike us know. Up the, Mike yeah. the reviewer. Yeah, they just said, hey, the previous three-pointer. Right. They're reviewing a three from three plays ago. Whatever. Let me know. Yeah. But it's, Don't just say horrible. nothing. Then the second half, these refs found a way to be somehow, yet again, worse yeah. than all the previous referees. It, it was so uh, just uh, it's annoying. I Georgia guess. played a really game, a good game against Auburn. Yes, they did. Probably one of their best games of the year. Georgia played a game that made me not want to see them again. So I kept in the SEC tournament. It, what was wild about that game, and you'll have to look it up, it felt like Claxton was never in the game. He, he man. scored plenty of points, yeah. did plenty of stuff. But every time I look, I'm like, Claxton's not in this game. What, what are they doing? Like, why is he not playing yeah. for them? And right he got now? he got 31 minutes in this game. Okay, at the end of the second yeah. half. But when he's your best player, he should be playing a Jared. Right, 35. At plus. the end of the game, he was yeah. killing. He over. hit that dagger three, dude. I, like, oh, yeah. he was the reason we could not pull away from them. Yeah, um, I mean, all every team in this conference has a dude. Yeah, at this point, which but is that, kind of an amazing thing about the SEC right now, Vanderbilt. Does not have a win, and they might have two guys drafted in the first round. <laughs> you think they're going to get a win? If only two games left. If they did, it was going to be against AM, which was this weekend. They yeah, didn't. They didn't. So, so I mean, yeah, if they get a win, it might. They might be a team though that gets like wins the SEC tournament. Like they may, like they have <laughs> enough talent to go on a run. It might just be they just can't get a regular season win. Yeah. Right, so I've got a question. Something I kind of noticed in these last two games. Now that Wiley's not playing, and I'm going to assume he's out for the rest of the year, is that yeah. confirmed? It's not confirmed. Bruce said but he was in a boot at the right. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to play. Bruce said he, yeah, expects his time is not over. That's basically, so what I'm, I'm going to do the dumb Auburn fan thing, okay, where I don't know basketball, but what I see is when Wiley's not playing, Auburn goes back to where they were last year, which is full bore. You know, oh, he definitely. Who cares, who cares about getting rebounds and, and and good basketball? We're just going to go as fast as we can. He definitely changes the way we play, and we barely had him long enough to even try to get used to. Playing right. That it way. seems like the team flows more naturally with him out of the game, despite oh. Wiley's numbers being right. really good. Right. I would say no, <laughs> because our best game to me, one of our best games of the year was our loss against Duke, and he was a huge, oh, that's his best game, of the year. huge part right. of that game. <laughs> But now it's probably the best we've looked as a team. And I would also say we cannot rebound. Right. We've the last seven games we've been out rebounded by a lot. And even games. last year's team had Mustafa Heron and Deshaun Murray, who both were big. Well, well and, and at this point, Anthony has basically just turned into like a guard almost. So he doesn't, he rebound. doesn't rebound. So in our last state, year he did against State. Like two guys had half our rebounds: Chuma and Anthony. Yeah, and that was. But like, there's no Mustafa. There's no guard that's rebounded yeah, like there was last true. year. Because because well, Jared Harper, Deshaun is, was our, Deshaun Murray was our best rebounder last year. Yeah. But, so that's and, and when Wiley was playing, he was gobbling up a quarter of the rebounds on the team. Yeah. Right. So, but just watching say, the basketball, it looks like oh, Anthony's playing way better now than he was because he you know they're going high tempo. Yeah, he's making his threes now. Anthony's playing better on offense now than he was. 
his defense has gotten well, he just worse. not he just can't he doesn't have near as many blocks yeah, this year. Yeah. No, it's not even close. And even like earlier in the year, he kinda was I think he was playing his defense playing was like better basketball. I think he was playing bad, better basketball by playing less minutes too. Probably. Same with Horace. Like we can't Horace Spencer is is at his best when he's coming in off the bench for Austin. Like fifteen minutes. And getting fifteen minutes a game and just killing teams with energy. Yeah. Ten points, five fouls. High rebounds. That's yeah. the uh, that's the horror special. Absolutely. And I was it was interesting to see going to talking about coming off the bench that Malik started again after not having yes. started um due to his injury. Again. I didn't know he was gonna play against state. Next thing you know, he's yeah. star starting. He didn't play at all against Georgia. Yeah. Nope. Because he uh he had an abdominal strain of some sort. See, this is the not too hard. I guess it's based on any. There's no statistic that I can look at and tell you that Auburn is better with Austin Riley on the bench. None. Because it doesn't exist. Yeah. Now I understand, like by the eye test, it looks that way or it feels that way, but not in plus minus, not in player efficiency rating, not in rebounding. Not in score point scored. There's like Auburn is a higher scoring team when he plays. They're more open for three when he plays. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. I think it's a fair assessment. I think I, I, I list, but almost everybody is. Oh, I hear saying it. That and yeah, that, I hear and it. It's easy to fall into that trap. I mean, it's very similar to saying. Um, I think we look more like a Bruce Pearl team without Austin. For sure. I think, a, I think yeah. that may be what people are intuiting from it, but they're thinking by that they go to right to, well, we're a better team. Without this it. is the whole, the argument last year was, I hope, there are people who said that they hope that Austin's suspension didn't get lifted midseason so, because we were playing so well, it would bust up the chemistry. We, which, I was like, no, no, no. I no, went no, to no. that once we got three-fourths of the way through the season. Yeah. Because I just didn't. But he's on. He was on and then the Anthony team. Got hurt and you really yeah, right. I was like, yeah. great. This is this was this is not like a guy who has been living. Right. No, he's been. He practicing. Did every practice. He yeah. On the bench at every game. Yeah. So it's not like the These guys, guys don't like him or know yeah, him. Right. The chemistry's there. They probably play with him. We just don't see it. Yeah. It is. That's an argument that's easy to make. No. But yeah, I don't I, think it's we true. absolutely need him to come back for the tournament. I don't know. There is no doubt in my mind that if that without Austin Wiley, we're a worse team in March, in late March. No, no doubt. Well, just just by virtue of every other team having a big guy. Yeah, every other team has a big guy. And we don't. Us beating Georgia last this past week without Austin Wiley Man. was incredible I, because I, we had nobody that could defend Claxton, and even against State. We had, we had nobody that could defend their other big guy. What's his <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, for state, Weatherspoon. Um, oh, Weatherspoon. Oh, we couldn't touch him. Coleman was so, right. Isn't Isn't that the well, so Perry had, had a double double? Ten points. Thirty five is is Weatherspoon. Oh, oh okay. yeah. So this is actually kind of funny. No, I, I think I thought Quindary Weatherspoon was the number five. I don't remember. Thirty-five for Mississippi State. The guy with the head six foot eleven. Yeah, yeah. And he's a he's a second round draft pick. He's the only guy on their team that's got an NBA shot, according to sources. And we couldn't defend him. And he made a three in the corner that I was like, if that dude makes that shot, yeah, six eleven. It's the only three he made. Let game. me tell you, but man, he can name his price. 
There's actually a note that I had in the show notes from two weeks ago, template that I was filling out today for these show notes. And I left the note there. In the Mississippi State game, we got out-rebounded by a lot, almost doubled up. And they had two guys with double-doubles, just like, I guess I think it was Vanderbilt. Yeah. Had two guys with double-doubles. And Auburn didn't win that game by much. I think I think Auburn is has the potential to be a really good team in the tournament because they make a lot of three. So if Auburn they can were, beat anybody if they have a good oh, night. If Auburn gets hot, like let's say, let's say Bryce Brown has a Arkansas game type night and just 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 torching the net. They played Duke to the last possession because Bryce had a good night, had a good half. Yeah. Or like, let's say Jared Harper has a game. Jared Harper still hasn't had his 30-point game yet, and it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. He's flirted with it. If, let's say he has a 30-point game in the tournament. They can win some games. I will say this. They terrify me without being able to rebound the basketball. Yeah. You've got to rebound the ball. How many offensive rebounds do they have in the state game? One against Mississippi State. They had one. But Mississippi State also was taller at every position, yeah. by to a man, they were taller than Auburn. Arik Holman was number thirty-five. Holman, Holman, that dude could play. Yeah, he's, he's not a, on our show. I guess what? he could he's a play. He's not going to be there next year. And he's from Kentucky, of all places. Yeah, he's not going to be there next year. Mississippi State fans should enjoy thirty-five for the next couple of weeks because he's going to be playing for he's long, the he's Magic quick. or somebody <laughs> next week, next year. If you six foot eleven, you make threes. Yeah, there's not much room for you in college basketball. Call you up, pay you millions. So we, uh, they played seven guys. Is that right, Mississippi State? They played that seven sounds, dudes. That sounds right. They played seven guys. And, and they shot 19. Bunch of, they had three guys with four fouls. Well, okay, let's talk about so, uh, Jared Harper. Disclaimer, I missed this game. Yeah, Jared Harper which is ruined a man's life. Number two for Mississippi State Peters, right? had... He was in the game for very little because oh, Jared Harper made his life so bad that they took him off of Harper and made him play against Samir. He's got three fouls in the first ten minutes of the game. Because Jared, like Jared, was like having a gnat just buzzing around him anytime. And, and and I think they watched the film and they saw that he liked to put his arm out. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what it was. Because the second he touched Jared, Jared was on the floor. It was smart. It was smart basketball. It was not the normal taking advantage of the rule book charge. He only, he only, he really the, only had. I've watched you on film, and I know yeah. exactly what you're about to do. He he only had two of the. He's going to put his arm on me, yeah. and I'm just going to fall down. One of them, the guy just puts his head down and just charges right through him, and I was and gets mad that they call a charge, yeah. and I'm like, dude, he was out of control. Samir foul. I'm like, yeah. dude, you can't. I mean, you can't put your head down and ram into a guy. Tell you what about Jared Harper. Even if the guy's moving. He's targeted. Jared Harper does not ever dribble that out of control. No. And this guy was out of control. And that's You You can't do that against Jared because he's going to get in front of you. If you dribble out of control, you will get a charge against a good point guard like Jared Harper. Or Bryce Brown. Bryce Brown's a good enough defender, too. He would have eaten his lunch. So Bryce Brown notable for not flopping ever. No, Bryce doesn't flop. He does not show fouls. So, and the same thing, and then and then Jared gets him to foul him. Yeah, on a couple of really lousy fouls. <laughs> I mean, like they were fouls, on. but Jared <laughs> goaded him into fouling him, and 
<laughs> the last one, the guy was just like, "Bad dude was. Dude was so mad. So mad. He was getting uh, quite an earful from the bench. Jared was from the, in uh, his head. The student oh, section. Man. Oh, I'm sure. Jared was in his head. <laughs> Jared got. He ruined his life. I don't know how many points the guy had, but it was awful to watch him. <laughs> he ended up with four points in 24 minutes. Four points and four fouls. Four fouls and four turnovers and one rebound. Oh, oh Malik just blocked a three. Uh, We're watching the Mississippi State game, by the way. Malik blocked a three, a breakaway three. It was awesome. Zion I love, I love Malik. <laughs> it was, that was classic Malik. Uh, Malik could play any sport on campus. That's our. That's the orange true hot take is Malik. Malik Dunbar playing every sport on campus. <laughs> Malik rides equestrian. Malik does bounce beam. Malik plays defensive tackle. Well, defensive end. Malik plays hockey. That's the one I want to see. There's not a hockey team on There's campus. A club it's not team. a varsity team. I want to see Malik rush around the, the edge as a, as a buck linebacker for the I see Malik for Kevin Steele's defense. Yeah, sure. Malik quarterback. Malik played a tight end. Malik Dunbar is the best Malik quarterback on campus. Whoa, that's I'll a hot take. That's kind of disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Malik. Malik. <laughs> wow, <Malik>. man. <laughs> um, upcoming, we got... It's better than Malik Miller. Well, <laughs> we got the BAMs coming up. Uh-huh. Tomorrow? Or and today, as you listen to this. Yeah. Tuesday night. You could crank us up while you're watching the game. In Coleman. T-Town. Coleman Coliseum. Yeah. A miserable... A more miserable hive of skull of, of, of villainy. Scum and villainy. Scum and villainy doesn't exist. I watched my wife walk across the stage in that play. It's awful. I, it, it looks like an airplane hangar. It's actually nicer now than it was because they remodeled recently, apparently. I haven't been. I've, I've been to a game there twice. I've been to two graduations. Not a place you want to go. It, I don't like the striped roof. That's the yeah. one thing I hate about it. It's like a so there's uh over in uh, over in England a lot of the uh, older football stadiums have what you call obstructed views. Yeah, and Coleman has some obstructed views in it. Family Park has obstructed views. Wrigley esque. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, how have, old is this building? It's it's pretty old. I think it was there in the eighties. Uh, I know that at least. Um, I don't Back think in a long, long ago. It's trash. Yeah, long before it's trash. They should not become again. a real school and build a new stadium like we did. Well, I think there is talk of them building a new one, a new arena. Yeah, they're yeah. smart. They won't put many seats in. I've used a payphone in uh, Coleman Coliseum. Ryan, a payphone is a thing that people <laughs> used to use before cell phones, where you put quarters, which are. Almost a dollar, a dollar. Yeah, quarters are these things that uh, you used back in the day to buy uh, milk to with. Pay parking downtown, right? Exactly. Uh, yes. That's imagine, really the only reason I have quarters. In my yeah. Car. Imagine doing that, and then the phone pops out, and you call someone. With yeah. It. Yeah. You pick up the phone. You put in. You could sometimes trick it into thinking you put a coin in there. Anyway. All right. So let's talk a little about the Bams. Dante yeah. Hall, the former Chiefs kickoff returner, is still their best player. Despite being for the twentieth year in a row, yeah, he's been there like eight. I, I think he was there the last time I went to a game in Cole. He was there when uh, what's his name started playing wide receiver at Clemson. I think. <laughs> yeah, he was Aaron Brody Coyle, quarterback. Good Him man. and JJ Redick, I think, came in college basketball the same year. The same year. Um, yeah. has three straight double doubles. Yeah, the dude's good. He played horrible against us. I don't know. How we got that lucky, but uh, uh, Auburn Arena was pretty pretty rocking. Yeah, that night. 
We're not going to have that tomorrow. Unless we, you know, have a pretty good traveling contingent, which... That'd be hilarious if we had a bunch of Auburn fans up there. I think they tend to uh, show up for the Auburn game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Auburn Arena was always full for Bama games. Let me tell you about Auburn Arena. I don't know if you noticed this, Chief. At some point, about five minutes into the game, I noticed that there were more Auburn students on the court playing for Auburn (laughs) than in the stands behind Uh, one of the baskets. Dude, it was... Yeah. It was so bad they were begging people with standing room only tickets to go down there and fill those spots, and they didn't do it. Brian, you're you're the closest thing to an Auburn student we have on this podcast. What in God's name? It's this a Saturday. A, it's a Saturday afternoon. The game. weather isn't great outside. <laughs> it's on campus. It's Saturday afternoon game. It's indoor, so the weather doesn't affect it. The uh, only thing I there's could, a Chick Fil A that's open in the, the stadium. The only thing that I could offer. Was that there were baseball games going on at the same time? Students don't go to baseball games. Fair. And then no. there's the Mardi Gras parade. At the Students beginning. don't go to a Mardi Gras That's parade. That's the only thing I'm offering. <laughs> they were doing parade. nothing, Ryan. They're good for nothing. And I talked to an Auburn student about it yesterday, and he told me, "Yeah, I mean, I think the expectations just were too high." Did he call you, sir? No, he said, "When, <laughs> when the team's good, yes, sir. When the team is good, we we pack it in, but when we're not good. We people don't show up." I was like, not good. Not good. We're a 20 win team. We're, <laughs> We're a tournament one team. One loss worse than last year. One loss worse. Yeah, we were top 10 last country year. to start the year. I was like, God. AP poll matters about as much as the Son of Crow unofficial <laughs> best <laughs> burger in town. About as much? It matters exactly as much yeah. as the Orange and True preseason basketball poll. Exactly. <laughs> in which Ryan said he were going to sweep Kentucky. Hey. We're one loss. We're one loss worse this year. I still picked the most losses from the many of us. We're one loss worse than last year. Yeah. And last year we didn't play Duke. Yeah. <laughs> last year we didn't play Xavier. Last year we didn't we, play Washington. Yeah. We didn't play. Um, we did play Clemson, which, I mean, uh-huh. Auburn playing Clemson is never a good result. But, but we played them in the tournament. The league is. <laughs> look at the league. There are five teams tied for fourth place. We might get eight teams in the tournament that, out of the this, SEC. This team is good. This league is very good. It's way better than it was last year. Bruce was saying all offseason. All offseason, Bruce talented. was trying to warn people hey, guys, we might be better than last year. And in some, which we, I think we've talked about we um, are better off than the last air, year. we are better than last year. We're better. This is a better basketball team than last year. Period. Bruce tried to warn us, hey, we might be a better team than last year, but we're going to have more losses. He was saying it all offseason, right up until the tip of the first game, and I guess some people just didn't listen. I think. I mean, we talked about how maybe Anthony I didn't listen. has gone down a little bit from last year, blah, blah, blah. Jared Harper's better than he was last year. He had every single statistic. Bryce Brown is better than he was last year. This team is better than last year. I'll take Samir over the backup guards okay. we would bring in last year. <laughs> Didn't want you to say Mustafa well, Aaron. No, not say Sean Murray, though? I mean, he was the backup three. I'd take him over. I'd take him over Sean Murray. I, I know Deshaun got a lot of rebounds. He's a big energy guy, but we've got like four energy guys on this team. <laughs> this team does not need no. another high energy. Next yeah. year, different story. Especially one that uh, left the team for yeah. reasons that were really For stupid. reasons. Reasons. Well, someone that's for, no longer in basketball. Yes, for reasons that got him kicked off of the uh, team that he left us for because yeah. we didn't want him to, to continue on. 
to do those reasons to care, anymore. To keep carrying on, and he did. So, look, I I like this. I maybe not like this team, quote unquote, like I did last year. Yeah. They haven't given me the emotional right. roller coaster well, of just, getting a championship banner, but this is better basketball. I, yeah, I think so. So there was. Uh, so I was talking to somebody. We're still mad on the, the road. 2014. Somebody's asked that the 2014 Auburn football team was at least as good, if not better, than the 2013 team. Sure. It's a sim- this is a similar situation, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. you have to play the no, teams I, on I, the I do. I do. Uh, I agree. I think those are very similar situations. It, right down the to breaks the, didn't, the breaks didn't fall in the second year. There's expectations in the second year. Right. Well, right. Right down to the uh, backs being against the wall kind of kind of deal that that thirteen went through as well as the basketball sure. team this past year. No um, one picked all the, them against the world. You know, it only works. No target on your back. The next year, none of that is going to be true. No right. matter what. No matter what you do, you can't you can't manufacture that. Um, and but twenty fourteen played a more difficult schedule, and some could say that right. Or we played Alabama and Georgia away, right? So it's automatically, I yeah you that's got to average out to to win a losses. championship at any level, conference, national. You got to have luck. Oh, bring one the of those to go your way. Yeah, and one of those luck things is the schedule. If you like, if Auburn had played, um, not played to knock on the Maui Invitational, and let's say they played some like, I don't know, the Puerto Rico sunscreen challenge, banana boats, you know, and played against some spare team from yeah. the Mid Atlantic Conference right, right. and blown everybody's doors off, yeah, our record's sitting here, and we're like, oh man, we might be ranked top 25. That doesn't make us any better or any worse. Yeah. We're not, uh, it, you know, I guess if you look at Ken Palm, we're not as good in Ken Palm as we were last year, but we're barely worse in SRS. We're, we're, and that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So we're, we're, a little, we're a little worse in some of those things, but we've played a harder schedule. This I'll is the what, third. We've a, played a harder schedule. I, mean, I think we're in a better position today than we were at this point last season. At this point oh. last season, we were already down in Anthony McElmore. Yeah. Oh, we thought and, we were gone. Oh, I knew we were toast. Yeah. <laughs> there was no depth on the team, no energy. And that's not how you want to go into a postseason. Yeah. So I talked about this in our group text. So SRS, we've talked about, I've talked about on the pod before, simple rating system. Takes into account point differential and strength of schedule. It's denominated in points above or below average. Zero is average. And all non-D1 games are thrown out. So our SRS this season, Ryan, is the third best in the history of Auburn basketball. Only last year, and the 98-99 team had better SRS. Third best in the history of the school. It's just disappointing, man. Disappointing year. Started playing basketball in the, was it, 1900s? Yeah. 1905. Was you playing basketball in 1905? Yeah, every single one of those teams is worse than this team, <laughs> but two. I, I'm sure they didn't have SRS back then. That they have tracked, right? Yeah, Barkley's teams. They also Barkley's teams then. worse than this team. So um, here, the, they talked about this on the post game. Um, this is, and I think we mentioned it a few minutes ago. This is the only, the fifth time in school history that. Uh, Auburn has um, 
had 20 wins in back-to-back seasons. I think it's the fifth. Uh, the last time we did it was Cliff Ellis in 98, 99, 99-2000. Um, and then I guess Sonny did it. Two- Sonny did it several years in a row. Yeah. Did he go 84, 85, 86, right. 87, right. like that, four years in a row? Yeah, I think... We've I, only been in a tournament nine times as right. a school. Right. It's not that great. No, there are a lot of schools who have been nine times in this the last decade? nine years. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, you know, it, I don't see how, I don't know. I guess the students are spoiled. I guess that's all there is. Because they have not seen the depths. No, no, no one in, that's not a grad student had seen the depths. Because they've, they've Bruce Pearlton But that still doesn't make any sense. Like, just because you weren't there when it was bad. I, I mean, you stop going just, when it gets a little worse. They didn't pay attention until last year. And then, so that's their bar, is last year. I think year. there's also people like basketball, which is stupid. Well, there is. But they didn't go to football games either. But, and people are dumb if you don't like basketball. It's the greatest sport in the world, period. It's, it's fine. It's high pace or fast pace. It's nothing the about it. take two hours. Good. It's, come on. Yeah. Now, I understand maybe you're like, well, college basketball, I'm more of an NBA guy. Totally get it. But if there was a NBA team in our backyard that you got free tickets to, basically, and you didn't go, you'd be even bigger idiot. I understand. <laughs> let's go to Champs and Chumps. But after the, before that, let's take a little word for the sponsor. Is it really football without a tailgate party? I don't think so. Hi, I'm Scott Armstrong of Champs Chicken and Beeline Foods. Let us do the cooking for your game day get-together. Delicious Champs Chicken is always a crowd pleaser. And with Beeline Foods, great selection of tasty snacks and ice cold drinks, including our awesome craft beer selection, we're your one-stop tailgating shop. Champs Chicken and Beeline Foods. Fuel up, eat, drink, and think like a champ. Opelika Road, next to Auburn Furniture. And we're back. We're playing Tennessee as well, Ryan. Is there any chance we're going to beat Tennessee? Yeah, Yeah, we're at home. Of course there is. It's always a chance. Man, Buddy, they played good. their best game of the year this weekend, and they blew the door. Want to let down? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got two guys. Look at Grant Williams' numbers. Yeah, uh, Grant Williams. His PER is thirty-one. He's at like Chumo Kiki first three games of the year numbers. Yeah, remember when he said like thirty is MVP level in the NBA? Yeah, he's well, done he, that all year. He's gonna be the SEC Player of the Year. He could be the Naismith winner if there wasn't Zion Williamson. Yeah. I mean, like this, he's playing incredible. Um, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, real tough. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you stop him. I don't think you can. And it's the old Ellis Johnson defense. Well, but they've got a lot, like <laughs> four other guys that can hurt you. So I don't, I don't know. It, just letting him do his thing and trying to shut everybody else down is not going to. They're gonna tenth win. in the conference in defending the three. That's point how shot. we have to win. We have Before to hit our right. threes at home. Got him. The students cannot not show up for this game. Hey, no, you know what Saturday, Saturday is, though, right? First day of spring break. Spring break. Yeah, it could be an empty space. Tell your mom and dad they can stick it. If you're staying, you'll be there for church the next morning, but you're staying in Auburn to watch this game. Yeah, the kids on the mission trip to Puerto Rico are still going to be there on Sunday. <laughs> Just leave one day later. Yeah, right. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, it's going to be an empty stadium. Chief, I'm gonna be so mad of students because it's spring break. Because Auburn only plays Tennessee at home in sports this year when students are not in town. <laughs> That's just the way that it goes for some reason. For the Seriously, scheduling. 
If you know a student, steal his ticket and go to the gate. Just, oh, good God. This is the worst confluence of events that could possibly happen. It's almost as if having a Tennessee football game during fall break. Yeah. Uh, They they should show up. You would think the locals will, the people who are just driving to Birmingham. Birmingham. Here's a dirty secret. It is not that hard to get in the student section. Can you just walk down there? Yeah, basically. There's There's that ways. Well, there are ways. I mean, they let anybody, us, right? they let anybody with standing room only tickets go down there. Apparently. So, so just if you were under the age of 35, you could pass off being a crazy I saw guy. a guy down there with a completely bald head with a tucked in button down shirt and jeans. Right. The most <laughs> dad looking dude on earth. I was like, how did he get? And that's before they let anybody else down there. Yeah. All you have to do is grab some food. Yeah. Uh huh. Walk through those back doors at the student yeah. gate and say, oh, I was just grabbing food. You said I could come back. Most Man. nine times out of ten, they're not going to check. I'm afraid I look a little old. See, the honor system does require honor. Yeah, Seems. yeah, creators. All right, who's your champ of the week, Ryan? <laughs> I think there's an. We're going to be a little serious this time. Yeah, all the first responders that were helping out. Yeah, all uh, James Spann, Eric Snittle, Montgomery Weather guy. If you don't, for you know, sure, James Spann was all, the hero. They were all amazing. I, I was watching WTVM at yeah. Columbus. Nice. Everybody, everybody that News Channel 9. had to work this situation, they're the champs of the week. They, they did a great job. Yeah. That's all Shout out to say. WTVM for making their weather available uh, via the internet because I have satellite that was not working during this weather. Yeah, I watched WSFA on hmm. my Firefox app on the Amazon. There you go. Fire that's, stick. That's middle, right? Yeah. And it was great. And, and let me tell you, I felt extremely informed. Yeah, and warned. I knew exactly if I needed to get into my yeah. My safe son space was asleep upstairs in his room, and I never felt like I needed to go get him because yes. they told me exactly where it was. I, look, tornado detection technology has come a long way. They can they they issue warnings for specific areas like for parts of counties for parts of counties. Now it's yeah. it's great. You just have to pay attention, and I you need to follow exactly what they tell yes. you. Yes, and I this is. This is something that I'm pretty passionate about based on my experience in Auburn. My experience since coming to Auburn in 2002, which is forever ago, is that people in Auburn do not take her, her tornadoes seriously. They don't take it seriously enough. And um, I grew up in North Alabama where we had at least one tornado every spring. Yeah. Um, and um, I took it really seriously. <laughs> and... So if there's any one thing I could say is is please pay attention to the weather, pay attention to if weather could be bad. If it could be bad, pay closer attention so that you know where it's going to be bad, when it's going to be bad. Um, Get a weather radio. Um, I I have one. It's hasn't been a lifesaver because my house hasn't been hit by a tornado, but it could have been because I've. We've had a warning just pop up, yeah, and we all had to get in the laundry room. If um, James Spann tells you to go get in your safe space, yeah, turn do off it. the TV and go get in there. Don't get mad that you can't watch golf. <laughs> Those are our chums of the week. week. Yeah, Chili, Indian, were... everybody who complained on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, they could not watch the end of the Honda Classic. The Honda Classic. If you're spoiler, mad, spoiler alert: a Georgia alum won it. If you're mad about missing watching golf on TV. 
Not even golf, like a lousy, like a spare tournament, like the Honda Classic. Not it was I, like the Masters. Look, look, if it's the Masters, I understand how oh, bummer. But if you're mad that you can't watch it, I, hey, I'm get sorry. us out of here. We put golf back on. <sighs> Meanwhile, 24 people lost their lives yeah. in this storm. These people wanted to watch golf. Hey, people wanted to watch some golf. That's 24 so far, unfortunately. Yeah, and dozens are still lost. Yeah, I was actually talking to people at Opelika High School today, and their their students Opelika that they don't they can't find. Yeah. Um, Another champ of the week, by the way, Opelika uh, alum resident Corey Grant. He did a lot of work uh, taking some some stuff down to the first responders today. Nice. Um, So props to him. Champs of the week, the the community too. Yeah, I yeah so. I, from everything I heard, it was an immediate outpouring of stuff to the point, like we said, like they're they they have they don't need more donations. Right yeah, now. people are they're overwhelmed on donations. I um, that's the first time I've ever heard that. By the way, everybody we, we is. don't need it. We we cannot take it. I went donations. to three different spots that were taking donations today, and saw three different people tell people like, "Hey, we don't." Look, we don't need more water. We don't need any more diapers. We don't need any more formula. We're done. We're good. I took. Uh, I went. I went. Me and my son went to Walmart, the, the Walmart marketplace near our uh, near our house, and I walked in, and there was plenty of water because they were restocking water in there, but uh, just granola bars completely emptied out. I had to had to get the off brand granola bars. I was, but hey, I'm sure they eat just as good yeah. when you, when you need something to eat. Got some trail mix. Nobody mentioned trail mix. Thought that was a great thing. To get. Good old gorp. But um, but the diaper aisle was just like and that's cleaned out. Really and good. Luckily, that's- I'm tall. I grabbed something off the top shelf <laughs> that you're supposed to ask for assistance on. Right. Um, and uh, there no baby wipes at all. Um, but the formula was pretty picked over. Uh, I'm sure by the by noon today it was probably all gone. If you are listening to this and you are not local. You're like, I want to know what we can do to help out. Just always give blood. Yeah. Like, just don't don't drive by a blood donation truck and and not stop. Just for the next couple of weeks. Just go go give blood a couple times. I think they'll only let you give uh, yeah. once every two weeks or something like that. Just keep, I, there are always just, needs. Just go, go to Red Cross and go right. to Lifestyle. Exactly. They don't, they don't have to know. Just find them. They all give you cookies. So all you got to do is keep giving blood because I know I heard that there was a shortage of blood um, when this tornado hit. Yeah, I'm sure there isn't now except for what I understand yeah. the lines were pretty long so, at the AMC to give blood. So what you what you also need to understand about giving blood is that you may think, well, okay, all the injuries are over now, but you have to restock that blood bank. Yeah, there should never be a shortage. That was so, the problem. So like, there was one in the beginning is a bad sign. So that that just means. Okay, maybe your blood's not going to one of these people that got hurt in this, but they keeps, still need the blood. <laughs> they used blood on yeah. them that now needs to be restocked in the blood. Yep. Yeah, so that's our champion. You might donate blood from here on out. You're also yeah. a champion. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. We'll give you a shout out on the. Uh, hey, send us a picture on Twitter at, at College and Mag and, said, and say donated blood, hashtag Orange and True. And we will retweet you. There you Guaranteed. go. Guaranteed. Call you out as champ of the week. There you go. I got one more chump of the week. Oh, boy. A little less serious. Liverpool Football Club. <laughs> Always. Uh, Eternally chumps of the week. Eternal chumps of the week. 
The ying to Lydia's yang. They uh, they tied Everton. They drew bad. They really, they really needed a win. Everton looked every bit as good as they did in this match too. Which uh, the adrenaline never wore off for Everton, which is amazing. Pretty impressive and pretty embarrassing for Liverpool, uh, who's supposed to be one of the best teams in the world and has a striker. Unlike Everton. yeah, unlike it. Well, Dominic Calvert Lewin played really well in this game. Um, yeah, yeah, that they. Stuck it up. Stuck off the joint. Couldn't... Uh, the reason they're extra chumpy, because normally I would... I had mixed feelings about this draw, but the draw resulted in them dropping below league leaders, Manchester City. My favorite team. Um, so, uh, that was not good for them. It was great for Everton fans, though. A lot, of, lot Good for the Bants, as they say. Yes. Hey, Crow, you want a little blast from the past? Go for it. Just got an update on my phone. Heat 114, Hawks 113. Guess what the two names on the uh, the update are? Vince, Vince Carter, Carter and, and Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade. Oh, wow! What is this? 21 points. 2003 for, for Dwayne Wade. Is this 2003? No, yeah. five. Uh, the Hawks. Was Wade's the Hawks game. are so good that they could not, cannot even lose in a tankathon against the Bulls. How many overtimes does that go to? Both those teams are trying to lose. <laughs> And they keep going to overtime. Yeah. Trey Young, Trey Young, Rookie of the Year? Brian, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many months there have been in the NBA season? Two? Two? There have been three. Three. You know how many Rookie of the Months Luka Doncic has won? Three. three. That gets you the Rookie of the Year most years. Yeah. I wouldn't see how. He'd have to get hurt and not play the rest no, of the year. Because there has to be a narrative. And the narrative right now is oh. that Trey Young is scoring 30 points each game, blah, blah, blah. This is why. ESPN. Overdoing everything about Trey Young last year. <laughs> this is why I think I've just abandoned all sports media. sports media. Not not media per se. Usually TV is the the whole narrative. Thing. Kenny Smith used to say he says it all the time about there. It's there's a difference in twenty point game. He said if you're getting twenty points on a bad team, that doesn't necessarily make you a twenty point a game score because yeah. it could mean you're the only guy. Yeah, you're the only guy that can score on your team. I used to the Hawks are a horrible team. What? That's has been true. So is Trey Young good? That's been true every year outside of like five years in the last. So 30 is Trey years. good or is Trey just a guy who has to shoot or they will not win? Yeah, any games. he's just a guy that. Had, they got some promising young guys on that team. Yeah, and a boatload of draft picks. And they're going to add two lottery picks next year. You're going to add Chimo Kiki. Next year. Yeah, I was going to say and Zion and the second, right? Zion. If, if the Hawks. We're able to grab that number one overall pick. I can't even remember how does. So it's just a lottery, right? Well, now the top, I think the bottom three teams have the same chance. Bottom three or four teams have the same chance. Okay, so one. they have like, but like twenty five. The their names in there are like twenty five times yeah. or whatever. But the eighth team isn't going to get the first pick anymore. It's re. It could. It still could. But could it's still didn't, didn't, didn't they yeah. limit that though? No, they just made the top four teams have the same chances to keep teams from losing on purpose. You're still better off being that. They still want you to want to be the eighth best team, eighth, eighth worst team. So you don't completely tank. So completely tank because you still have that chance of getting the number one pick. If, you, if you're but the you only have team. your name in there like twice. Or like whatever. the Mavericks are going to end up probably the ninth or eleventh. That's pretty nine to eleven Hawks. So the Hawks will either get the ninth pick or there's like a point five percent chance the Mavs get the number one overall pick in the draft and the Hawks are screwed. 
Oh, because the because that the, pick's protected in the top. That five. pick's the top five. So the Mavs get the pick. Wow. So as long as the as long as the Mavs are sixth or worse in their pick. And the Mavs are so were so good early in the year, they literally cannot they cannot catch up in losing mm-hmm. to guarantee themselves a top five pick. So the only way, way to get it would be to draw. It. So that's your NBA for the night. And your other NBA is like that's a way the eleventh thing way to draft in the uh, NFL. NFL. The ninth through the eleventh pick in the NBA draft is not. Awesome, usually right. It's right. kind of a. It's kind of a. I guess that's why that's it's. Why that's that six more, pick is going to be really good this year. Why it's more important. So the big thing for the Mavs is to not give the Hawks the number six pick. That's going to be a really good spot. But who, I, who do you think is going to fall with the six? Uh, what's his name from Gonzaga? If I had to guess, Rui. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good, and I think he might be there at six. And if that's the case, the Hawks would have gotten Trey Young and. Rui. Well, there's a, there's a chance for one Luka. of the Duke trios there at six as well. Meanwhile, the Mavericks got Luca and Kristaps yeah. Porzingis yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for no three first round picks. For the next yeah. five years. Hey, I will take two of the best twenty five best players How in the contract. League. How long are those? Kristaps uh... got well, one more year next year. Okay. Luca's got Mavs have Luca for at least next at least the next four. Mavericks, man, I'm I'm as happy as I've ever been as Mavericks fan. Anyway, that's our NBA talk for the night. Yeah. All over baseball. Yeah, nine and two. Good times. Sweeping Cincinnati. Sweeping Tommy Tuberville's Cincinnati Bearcats. Sweeping Pete Rose's Reds. Wait, wrong Cincinnati? Wrong Cincinnati. Oh. The big Reds machine. It was a... Uh, it was a dominant sweep. A lot of yeah, runs well, scored. So, the first night, though, Cincinnati had a really good pitcher. But we still won. So We had a much better pitcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tanner, Tanner Burns. Burns. Ooh, is Tanner Burns the guy with the mustache? No. You thinking of Jack Owen? Yeah, that guy's okay. great. Jack. You mean the '70s baseball player that traveled <laughs> yes. for time to play on our team? Yeah. That guy knows what's, what he's, what sport he's playing. Uh, I still think that uh, Edouard is our best player. Edouard Julien. I mean, you got Will Holland, who might be a top ten pick. Yeah, but I, he's I, had a rough start of the year. He's been struggling, but it happens. The Dutch oven himself. A little pressure, maybe getting to him a little bit. That I, I think Edouard's outshining him. I'm thank the Lord that we have him one more year. Yeah, we should start recruiting Quebec more hard. I don't. I like. Do they have a lot of? Players? I don't know. Are there, is there another Edward? Too bad he can't go play for the Montreal Expos when this is all over. No. So Tanner Burns, if you didn't hear, Friday night through a complete game, two hit shutout, fifteen strikeouts, and then as a whole over the whole weekend, Cincinnati struck out about half the time in their outs. Buddy, they had it was a what, dominant pitching what, weekend. Thirty-five strikeouts. Is that what it got I to? Think so. That because is Jack Owen wild. had That's a lot seven innings and ten strikeouts. It's Crow's favorite baseball, just a lot of standing around. Yeah, what I really love about a sport is when less people do work. <laughs> That's the better. That's the type of sport well, best. The good news is Auburn did a lot of work. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, uh, had a lot of uh, a lot of runs scored. Scored nineteen runs is always nice. Yeah, so. wasn't as wild and crazy as last weekend's UCF game where we. Where we're like eight homers in one game. See, that's my kind of baseball. It's like a, what is it, Jock? No, uh, Rock and Jock. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, old I get MTV softball. You don't remember this, do you? Nope. <sighs> MTV was a network on television yes. that played music videos. And then sometimes would have uh, sporting events with celebrities and athletes. Yeah. Like softball Rock games. and Jock. Oh, what was, what was the one where John Rocker would just... Beat the crap out of people. That's pros versus Joes. Yeah, that, oh. that was a good show. I was going to say I don't know if that's Major League not, Baseball. <laughs> that was the Atlanta Braves in 1998. <laughs> Man, I loved John Rocker, but 
What a crazy, insane person. What a racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a great player, though. Uh, so, this, so, upcoming this week, we've got five home games before the next time we see you. Five uh, home baseball games. Right. Football or basketball, that'd be impressive. Soccer? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I, think, I don't know if we have one. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday is UT Martin. You can still see the Tuesday baseball game before the basketball game. It's a 4 o'clock first pitch. If... Yeah, because of the effing yeah. basketball games. Eight. Yeah. Get that late night game. So, so long as it's not snowing. If you live in Lee that. County, there is a coupon code that the university sent out. Yeah, five dollar tickets for five dollar ticket. I didn't get that. It's sure out of luck. Well, I don't have a three three four phone number. You have a three three four. Probably think you still live in County. That's a drag. I want a five dollar ticket. You can, it, it, the, the, I think it'd be inappropriate to give this out. No, because no. it's Tuesday. I don't care if you drive from Birmingham. And I there. want a sold out. What uh, he said. He said if I go to that game, there's no way I'm sitting in the stadium. Use pro tech. Use pro uh, promo code Lee underscore baseball for three dollars off your uh, ticket to get a two dollar baseball ticket. Two dollars. Two dollars. Hot dog. Select concessions are also only $2 on Tuesday night. You can take the family. You can take your wife. You guys can have a wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Frozen baseball game. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be cold. It's going to be real cold. It's going to snow. I don't right? like I this. think it's snowing right now. It's, it's just sl- what the weather channel is. sleeting, doing. actually. I haven't stepped outside yet. I've, um, I've been uh, notified that it is sleeting. March 7th, Thursday, soccer plays at Samford. So if you're in Birmingham. Oh, it's been postponed as of right now. Oh. So maybe they are. Yeah. March 30th, they played Georgia State here at the Auburn here. Soccer Complex. Uh, nothing more than I'd love to go see is a exhibition uh, women's soccer match. Women's college soccer match. In the freezing cold. In the freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. We have Brief Aldino back, don't we? We do have Brief Aldino back. Yep. We're going to be good next year in soccer, guys. Well, All right, let's go, let's go a little combine and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, yeah. We had a little, some guys in the combine. Yeah. Uh, so Auburn sent like six guys to the NFL combine this past weekend. Which is a lot compared to the last couple of years. Yeah. And even though we don't really have a first round star in this draft class, mainly because all the fifth linemen came back. Um, yeah. There was a pretty good weekend for a couple of different guys. Jamel Dean. Jamel Dean made himself some money. Most notably. Uh, yeah. Ran a 4 3 40, which is the best 40 time at the combine any Auburn athletes ever run. Well, Bo Jackson didn't go to the combine. 4 1 8. He didn't go to the combine, though. But yeah, that, that's a ridiculous. It's number. a ridiculous number. And he's not a small guy. What's your, he your man, Nick Marshall, run? It was somewhere in the four four range, wasn't it? I don't yeah. think he went in combine. Well, because he wasn't a defensive back; he was yeah. quarterback. Oh boy, I don't think he. Went. I don't think he went to the combine. Though, did he? I think he did. Oh. Anyways, Jamel Dean running a four three. That's at, pretty good. At, he's six two. It's shocking that the two Corey Grant he's wasn't faster than that, but yeah. yeah. But. He was also top five in both of the, the jumpy drills, as we call them. Yeah. The vertical and the broad jump. Where, where Deshaun Davis, Deshaun Davis was not Deshaun. Yeah, he didn't have a good weekend. Didn't have a good weekend. Was not, not a good 40. But apparently he did really well at the interviews, which does not surprise anybody. Because he's right. one of the nicest and best dudes. He's going to be one of those guys that you look up in five years and you're like, oh, he's still on a special teams. Yeah. Still getting snaps. I mean, he... I he don't started, have any doubt. He's, he's one of those guys you're like, oh, what are he's doing? Oh, he started a school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He started a charter school outside he's of Lee County? Professor X? Yeah. yeah. Professor D. The Umbrella Academy. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a bunch uh, of mutants together yeah. to start a, 
That'd be a great football team. <laughs> well, yeah. Jarrett Stidham had a good weekend, um, which is kind of what we all expected. Yeah, he looks great. Even, even checking him out. Yeah. Uh, everybody was raving about his accuracy. You know, I'm, I'm kind of afraid this is one of those where college fans of college football know a little more than the NFL does. This happens every so often, like you know, taking Russell Wilson in the third or fourth round. It's kind of the opposite effect, I think. Or like think Deshaun Watson fans, getting drafted late. Right. I think college fans kind of know Stidham has a few flaws in his game. Scouts love his arm, love what he can do uh, in drills. And I, st- I still think Jared Stidham can be an NFL quarterback. Yes. 100%. There's no tool he does not have. Yeah. His 2017, at one point, he was the ESPN had that like QBR highlight. And they highlighted a different quarterback. They highlighted him five weeks in a row because he was like the best quarterback in America for five straight weeks. Yeah, he didn't throw an interception for weeks on end, right? Yeah, there are I mean, NFL it, teams that he will shine on. It sounds as long like as they he have really impressed a, a very specific team, and that is the Denver Broncos. Oh, God. I can see oh, John Elway Lord. loving the he's arm a, talent. He's exactly him. the kind of guy that John Elway Well, I take, I take everything what I just said back. <laughs> he will not thrive in Denver. <laughs> Backing up uh, elite quarterback. You think you would think that it'd be really easy to be a quarterback in Denver. You think you'd be able to throw it ten thousand yeah. miles. What I believe about Denver is that John Elway is consistently trying to guarantee sure, that forever he is the best Broncos. <laughs> I, quarterback. I've also thought about that myself too. Yeah. You guys remember when he owned an arena football league, league team with yeah. uh, John Bon Jovi? He owns a really good steakhouse, or at least he did in does Denver. He? So does. Uh, Shanahan, the old coach. Colorado, the shout out to Colorado, great place. Uh, the setting of the book I'm currently reading with Stan. Colorado, where I got married. Hey, I didn't know that. Yeah, only Colorado. I liked it. I met Sean White there one time. The about all I got. The quarterback or the snowboarder? Both. (laughs) Okay, cool. I was gonna say spicy, but that might kind of reflect both of them. Yeah, you never know. Maybe. I met Sean White one time in Nuggets game. Hey, um. The court, the snowboarder. Uh, anyway, Darius Slayton had a good weekend too. Uh, We're not done with this. Darius Slayton, people like hated on his article that somebody wrote about him, in which he said basically the same thing that everybody who leaves school early will always say. I think I made the right decision. Uh, yeah, no, I agree too. People were not happy with his people article. Just are just mad. I'm sick. What what was Darius Slayton going to do? Code come back for a freshman quarterback? That's what he said. He was looking. <laughs> I I don't think I have a quarterback coming in. That I can guarantee I will shine under, I'd be better off going pro. As we saw in the combine, he, he ran, a, I think, a 4-4 even. Great first. Pretty even. good. Uh, looked good in all the drills. Not going to outrun Jamel Dean if he's covering him. Well, hey, you, know. you know. What's funny about that article is that he basically said some stuff that Auburn fans said have him. been saying. Yeah. And the same fans are mad. are mad at him. You can't make anybody happy. It's like you don't like your kid when they're screaming, but if somebody told your kid to shut up, you punch them in the nose. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> There's people like that, crew. There are people like that. How did uh, Dante, Dontavius Russell, man, that big boy can hustle? How did he do? Uh, he was kind of middle of the road for most of the drills. I don't recall too many uh, positive or negative uh, reviews on him. And he's going to be basically what he was here. Big, strong guy. He's going to clog the middle. Not going to record many stats. But if you're actually watching the game from the film, you notice that he's a pretty good football player. Right. Um, you know, he'll probably be a mid-round draft pick. 
And I, you know, think he'll be around for a while. Okay. Four-year starter in the SEC, a defensive tackle. Says a lot. Yeah, that should pretty much tell people that you can play. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen by accident. Like, even if you're playing four years of bandy. Right. I really, as a Cowboys fan, I really think the Cowboys desperately need a slot receiver. Because I don't think they're going to keep Cole Beasley around. I don't okay. really Jason want, Witten's back, though. I really want Ryan Davis. Jason Witten. Who's going to be coaching tight ends in Dallas by the end of the year? Oh, I, I wonder if he'll, he'll be even, on staff by the end. Do of the you year. even think he'll start the season? Not on, just on the staff. It is my Crow. hot. This is Crow's hot takes. My prediction for my, one of my favorite Cowboys of all time. Sure, great guy. Uh, great, great. If if you're an NFL fan, you got to think. Yeah, Jason Winton's great guy. It's John Wayne. It's John Wayne with catches passes. And um, probably, probably, not, probably not a '60s racist. Either. Maybe I'm probably not. <laughs> Try this on for size. Jason Witten, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I would love that. But <laughs> I think what's going to happen is Jason Witten's going to get to training camp in Oxnard, California, where the Cowboys train. And he will go, this sucks. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what's he's going to skip the step that Brett Favre skipped every year because he knew he would yeah. say, this sucks. He's going to say, I don't want to do this. And then he's going to look at Jason Garrett and go, hey, man. Yeah, this Can I have your job? And Jason Garrett's going to go, hey, you want to be an offensive analyst? I think what would be better is Tony Romo, Dallas Cowboys head coach. No, Romo is doing too good at the booth. I yeah, like, but yeah, I like how he's doing. I think he'd be the better coach of the yeah, two. Well, I don't know. Witten's got that motivational thing. Yeah, Romo couldn't win the playoffs, so. Apparently, from what I understand, when Witten walks into a room, everybody's like, okay, this guy's in charge. Like, he's the leader. Of the better or worse? Just because, I don't know. He's right. tall. <laughs> So, big guy. There's sports for you. He's tall. That's sports. And you that's know, your Auburn sports. You guys uh, got, got any books you're reading? Uh, TV shows? I'm still working on that book about the Sherpas from K2. Uh, is it good, though? Super good. Okay. And my wife's watching Umbrella Academy. Oh, how's she like? Likes it all right. Super weird. Her She's thought. not a big superhero person, but she's she watching that. Gerard Way of uh, Matchbook, uh, or Matchbook 20? No. Matchbox 20. No. <laughs> my Chemical Romance. Let me tell you what I like. British television show. One of the one of the uh, uh, categories on Netflix that gets the most play in this house mm-hmm. is feel good British television. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a show called Love Your Garden, yeah. in which some delightful British people go to people who are doing really good. Like maybe this person's taking care of her invalid brother for the last twenty years, and her house is a mess. Or this guy's fostering twelve kids from Uganda. Well, you never know, but like these people are doing amazing things in the world, and they just need a break. Yeah. And this guy comes in and does up their backyard, huh. and it's terrific. They spend a ton of money on landscaping. Like, right. One of them we were watching. I, I bet they spent fifty thousand great British pounds. So, so they probably like, like eighty um, grand. It's like that uh, show um, on American. TV. It's very yeah. similar to uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. There we go. Except with tie. without tie. So take away time. So much better. Replace All delightful right. British people with no very corny, cheesy line. jokes. But it's good. We're also Man's watching cheap. Grand Designs Australia because we finished all the Grand Designs episodes that were available in the UK version. Now I watched the Australian version. It's all right. Not as good. Just like Australia, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, my neighbor, Shout out to my neighbor hates Australians. 
I don't dislike. I love Australians. He hates them. I'm a weird like, group of people to know. Like, like, really? You know what's weird about Australians is Australians mm-hmm. guarantee that Americans will not be thought of as the worst tourists in the world. Oh yeah, anymore. Oh yeah, because we don't get drunk and get into fights. Yeah, and Aussies, Aussie tourists are now becoming known for that, which is great for them because now America can become the second best, second second worst tourists in the world. There we go. Um, does anybody know if there's a place you can watch this old house online? Oh, I don't know. Streaming. I used to love that show. I love this old house. Ryan, this old house was a show uh, that used to come on PBS, and I think it still does. Um, What's PBS? Public broadcast system. If you don't, you don't watch PBS? I still watch PBS. <laughs> APT. Here the PBS app. GPT over in Georgia Public Television. The PBS oh, yeah. app is really good. you got like, free stuff on there. Yeah, they got some good uh, children's animated shows. Um, so at Clifford? Probably. Um, I... Uh, Myself, I bet you were a Clifford guy, right? I finished up uh, my Clifford? most late, my latest rewatch of King of the Hill. Finished that up. Started started on another rewatch of Scrubs. Scrubs was this TV show that came on in uh, the early two thousands, Ryan. That uh, was about uh, young doctors finding their way in their new profession. It was overrated. Anyway, no, this right. guy, this guy, Lydia. <laughs> right, was, what are you? Reading? You are off. You're way down. You're down to the bottom of her list, guys. We need new topics to uh, to ramble about. If you're listening, just just tweet us a few. Oh, Lincoln's Top Hat Podcast. Uh, oh, nice. It's a uh, so political podcast. It's pretty uh pretty even. Guys, this is our longest episode of all time, I think, and obviously a classic. Okay. So, like I always say, oh no, to everybody who listens. Pray for everybody in East Alabama. Is it really football without a tailgate party? I don't think so. Hi, I'm Scott Armstrong of Champ's Chicken and Beeline Foods. Let us do the cooking for your game day get-together. Delicious Champ's Chicken is always a crowd pleaser. And with Beeline Foods, great selection of tasty snacks and ice-cold drinks, including our awesome craft beer selection, we're your one-stop tailgating shop. Champ's Chicken and Beeline Foods. Fuel up, eat, drink, and think like a champ. Opelika Road, next to Auburn Furniture.